This is the Only Human podcast from Community Radio for Triple Z out of Brisbane, Australia. Mm. So, in your report, which you released in October, called the Care-Led Recovery, you noted some some specific parts of Australian society that have suffered poorly under COVID. Could you talk a little bit about those? Yeah. So, the obvious one is in residential aged care, where um, you know the vast majority of infections and mortalities from COVID were in residential aged care. So, vulnerable elderly people. Important to note that they were almost all um, in privatised aged care. None of the um, publicly run. I think only one uh, death and, and a handful of um, infections in publicly run aged care facilities due to COVID. Um, mm. So we have underinvested in care for a long time. We don't see uh, investing in care as a productive use of uh, of government money. It doesn't. It's not regarded as adding to our economic growth the way you know, for example, investing in roads or infrastructure uh, might be. But it is absolutely fundamental to how we think of ourselves as people. Uh, the care that we provide to our most vulnerable really is, I think, a marker of whether or not we can call ourselves a civilised society. Um, mm. Similarly, with early childhood education and care, um, we underinvest by international standards significantly in children before they start school and particularly in the workforce, in the, the educators and carers that work with young children and with the carers that work with people with disabilities or older. Australians. They are amongst the lowest paid, most insecurely employed workers in our economy and yet they are absolutely essential to our functioning as a society. Um, And this Mm. goes back a long time but we don't value care work uh, because it was traditionally work done by women at home Um, and it's not regarded as productive, it's regarded as reproductive labour rather than productive labour. In, in your report, you talk about what it is that um, makes us uh, the basis of our lack of care for care work. Could you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so it really goes back. If you look at um, when they invented the gross domestic product or GDP as a measure of uh, economic growth, um, that, that um, measure was developed by a couple of men in the 1930s and they made a very explicit decision to not count unpaid mm work done by women in the home. Um, So they didn't see that as part of a contribution to the economy, even though the value of that work in most advanced economies is roughly equivalent to half of the total GDP. And of course, without that work being done, um, then the the society ceases to function. As we've moved um, into a, a world in which women are more engaged in the paid workforce, a lot of that work that was done at home uh, has become paid work, but it continues mm. to be undervalued. It's seen as un- it's seen as unskilled. Um, it's seen as not contributing anything to economic growth. And so we need to change how we think about that. First and foremost, of course, care work is essential to us as human beings, and the way we care for each other, I think, defines uh, us as human beings. But if you wanted to put it purely in economic terms, um, the the benefit of that care that's provided by paid workers allows women to go back to work in other jobs. So there's a huge economic boost there because women are half of the population and if they're not able to fully participate in the paid labour force because they're caring for children or other adults, then that has a negative impact on economic growth. But also investing particularly in young children in their early childhood education sets young children up uh, for a much better chance at life as well. So investing in care at both ends of the life course is not only the right thing to do, it's also a really economically Mm. smart thing to do. Um, But in order to start doing that, we need to think differently about how we value 
uh, care and what we value as a society. Um, so the fact that, you know, care, that I've often put it this way, you have to have a similar level of qualification to be an auto mechanic as you do to be an early childhood educator. Um, but the auto mechanics paid about 50% more per hour. So we actually value the men who care for our cars more than the women who care for and educate our children. That's a bit sad, isn't it? <laughs> speaks to the consumerist, uh, materialistness of our, our society. Yes. So uh, this undervaluing of care, uh, it kind of calls into question too what the role of government is, doesn't yeah. it? Because the government wants to put money into industry and um, and male-based labour perhaps. And the Morrison government is talking about uh, recovering the or saving the Australia from the recession that's hitting the rest of the world because of COVID using gas. So uh, what does per capita think should be done instead? Yes, well, I've, I've made very explicitly with the title of the report so that, you know, I don't, I don't want to see a gas-fired recovery. I want to see a care-led recovery. <laughs> And I think um, if we think about care and how it operates throughout our society, it's not just the care we show for one another, although that's very important, um, but we can learn from First Nations people very much about how to care for our land, um, how to care for our environment. Uh, we absolutely need to put that at the forefront of all our policy thinking as we grapple with climate change and ecological destruction. How we care for ourselves how we um, manage our uh, the, the balance between our work life and our home life, our relationships. I think you know the, the COVID crisis has really showed us what's important, and it's the people that we love, our families and our friends, and the care mm. that we have for one another. Um, and it's a it's a different shift. It's a kind of thinking that's informed the um, New Zealand government's uh, Jacinda Ardern's approach to a well-being budget over there. Um, so actually, rather than just measuring gross domestic product and how much money we're making as a nation and how much our economy is growing, we should be measuring things like people's well-being, the time they have to spend with their mm. family, reduction in um, health problems, reduction in mental health issues, um, better outcomes for people with disabilities, um, better levels of education, um, and overall just thinking much more about our success in terms of are we happy, um, are we able to enjoy our lives rather than just um, is, the st is the share market growing? this week or not yeah yeah that's a that's a really quite an overhaul in in the um public dialogue around what australia should do or what the government should do isn't it if we if we start talking about what matters rather than what what is profitable that's right. and I, I think in people's day-to-day -day lives that's what they do right you, everyone's concerned about being able to pay the bills um but that's not what gets us out of bed in the morning. Um, That's right. On the, you know, everyone looks forward to the weekend or when they or when they're not working a shift, so they can we, we earn money in order to enjoy our lives. And I think we've we've come to a point where we are living to serve the economy um, rather than um, the economy existing to serve our lives and making our lives better. Um, so I don't think it's a huge psychological shift for the average human being, but I do think it's a yeah. big shift in terms of our po political and policy. Yes, they haven't noticed that there's a bit of a crisis happening in capitalism, no, have they? No, it's been there for a while now and I think if we don't use this yeah. opportunity to say, hey, you know, enough, we had a, we had a GFC, we've had years of people being residualised, uh, there, there comes a point at which, um, you know, we have to say, no, this is, this is not working anymore and we need to do things differently. So in your report, you give a couple of recommendations of uh, things that could change and, and help uh, Australia become a more care-focused society. Can you tell us some of those? Yeah, so I think given um, where we are at the moment, the the immediate need in terms of responding to the crisis we've just been through 
um, comes with some really practical steps like in a big investment in early childhood education and care, including the infrastructure or the centres um, that, uh, that are there, but also in, um, in the workforce and ensuring that those jobs are better valued. A similar investment in aged care, not only residential aged care, but also in-home care for older people, because most people want to age in their homes, and we, we have a huge shortfall in the provision of those home care packages. Um, and lifting, as I said, the, the uh, conditions, the secu job security, the rates of pay, um, and really the recognition that we give those workers that do that care, uh, disability care, aged care, early childhood care. Um, so there's some very practical things we can also we should also be looking to make uh, access to early childhood education and care universal and free. Um, we should be um, reducing waiting times for access to disability care and access to aged care. But more broadly, we need to think um, differently about how we trade off. Um, you know, uh, economic gains for for time gains gains, and one of the uh, measures that I've been championing for a while is a is a gradual reduction in the standard full time working week from uh, 38 hours to 32 hours, effectively from from five days a week to four, without a loss of pay, um, because Australian workers around, and like workers around the world have. Um, provided huge productivity gains, mm. huge gains in profit over the last decade, but they've all gone to profit and to shareholders and not into wages. Um, and so I think uh, what we what we could do is say, well, actually, why did we stop at a at a forty hour week? You know, why did we stop at the yeah. eight hour day? Why can't we have it a day back um, to more evenly share the the work that we do at home, the caring for children, the laundry, the shopping, the uh, looking after your elderly mother or your relative with a disability, but also more time to spend with our loved ones, um, because time really um, is the thing that we we can't. That it's a finite thing. We only have so much time in our lives, um, and so if we're not going to, I, I think you know, um, pursuing ever more money and more and more things. Um, probably isn't what really brings us happiness. So yeah. uh, I think it's time for working people to say, you know what, we want a bit more of a share of those productivity gains by getting some time back. That sounds like a great idea. So can you tell listeners where they can find out some more about Per Capita and read your various reports? Yes, absolutely. So um, Per Capita's uh, online at uh, Per Capita, all lowercase, uh, one word, .org .au. All of our work is free to access and to download. Um, we have a newsletter people can sign up to. I have a terrific team of researchers and um, advocates that work with me on a, on a range of issues to do with employment services reform, social, social security reform, um, you know, the foundational economy um, and the future of work and uh, and secure employment and a range of other issues, gender equality and so on. Um, all of, as I said, all of our stuff's easy and, and free to get um, and you can sign up for that newsletter uh, very easily by just clicking a button on our website. Um, so, yeah, please uh, get in touch if you'd like to hear more. Is there a final message you would like to give to listeners? Um, just that I think that we've all had a really tough year. Um, I'm down in Victoria. It's been particularly tough. We've, we've, as I said, we've worked out what's important to us. Let's hold on to that and continue to show that care for each other that got us through this crisis um, and extend that um, beyond our immediate family and friends to remember that we're all in this together um, and so is our country, so is our planet and we should care uh, for every living creature around us um, and it will it, 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 it has returned in spades because it makes us much happier as people. Yes, thank you so much, Emma. You are listening to the Only Human podcast. 
Only Human is a weekly program on social justice, disability rights, psychology, social research and mental wellness. You can listen in Brisbane on 4ZZZ 102.1 FM and set digital on DAB Plus radios. Love community media? You can support 4ZZZ by subscribing or making a donation at 4ZZZFM.org.au.